Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Before we chat about that, I do want to talk about this new ESRI report that's out. Um, half of nine-year-olds have a mobile phone. This is the uh, the research looking at the number of young children, like nine years of age, that have the mobile. And it's associated now with less time reading, lower levels too, of involvement in cultural activities. David is with us on the line today. David, you have a nine-year-old um, child. Like, Well, first of all, does your kid have a, mo- have a mobile phone? Hi, Andrea. Uh, no, she doesn't. Um, and unfortunately, she, would you believe it, is the only one in her class who doesn't um, either have a, a mobile phone or a tablet with, um, with access to the social media platforms. And she's in a, in a rural class with, with 24 other kids. Um, and she's the only one in the she's class. She's the only one at 24, Davis. Yeah, she's the only one, unfortunately. And um, it kind of came to a head there uh, this year when, I suppose, because of that, then she was kind of being alienated from her, her groups of friends because... Ultimately, she didn't have anything in common with them in relation to the social media side of things. Um, and it was quite difficult for her then to, to understand that because she, she just didn't have a clue when they were talking about um, the different platforms and, and, and stuff like that. Because she had no exposure at all, she just um, she didn't have a clue what was going on. So actually, by not having the mobile phone at, at nine years of age, you're, you're, you're nearly segregated from the group. Yeah, essentially what happened was, I mean, she was a very standard, bubbly, happy kid. And she still is, thank God. But, um, I mean, she was she, she loved life, you know. Um, and she was very good in school and she was a lovely group of friends and the whole lot. But last, um, I suppose it was May time, but she just wasn't herself. She was coming home and she was a bit sad down the dumps. And um, we knew something was up and we couldn't really figure it out. But thankfully, we were delighted. And she kind of opened up and told us. Ultimately, what happened was she was the only one without a tablet or a phone, predominantly phone, actually. And during school break and at lunchtime and in the yard, her friends would be talking about um, the platforms and the terminology they've heard online and Snapchat and Instagram, and mm. TikTok. And, and they'd be doing the dances in the yard and stuff like that. And my daughter, literally, it was a totally alienated world to her. And she just couldn't um, get involved with the group because she didn't know the, what they were talking about and she had no idea. And because of that, then she got excluded. Um, and then, unfortunately, then she kind of became, I suppose, got mocked a bit because of it, because she, she didn't know what they knew. And now they're all very nice kids and everything. But if it was just in the schoolyard that she found herself going yeah. off by herself then and being very alienated, you know, uh, which wasn't nice. But we were delighted she told us about it. But um, that's the facts, unfortunately. Yeah. Was she looking for a phone? Like, did you feel no, under pressure uh, to... No, absolutely not. She never came to us looking for no, a phone or anything. Okay. She did. She did hear about. Um, she knew about the platforms from her friends, but I suppose it, it went very quickly from maybe two or three people in the class having um, access to, to, to the phone to suddenly the whole like within twelve months, nearly the whole class had it. It was a very kind of a snowball thing. Once one or two kids kind of got exposure to it and started talking about it, and then suddenly two or three more kids had it, and then very quickly the whole class was kind of on it. And I suppose what, what made it tough as well was stuff was being kind of organised through the social media platforms, like mm-hmm. they, I think Snapchat, outside of work. So you could say the kids be messaging others saying, look, we're, we're going to go to the cinema on Friday night and you know, my mom will pick us up or whatever like that. But because my daughter wasn't in that she was group. She, she, exactly. Now, this wasn't any... Uh, there was, this wasn't any purpose behaviour by the kids to do that. Uh, like, uh, absolutely not. It was just the fact that she wasn't... She didn't have the the access to it um, and that's you know it was, it was terrible really because you know it would break your heart to think that your, your kid has been um, 
isolated based on something you as a parent has, has, has made happen because ultimately it was our decision not to give her uh, access to the, the phone or the tablet, you know. Deirdre's with us as well, David, because I, I'm asking people to get in touch today in your own thoughts or in your own view or maybe people's experience. Like, what age do you think the children should have a mobile or access to a mobile phone at? Nine is the figure, according to the SRI, that more than half of nine-year-olds now have a mobile. Uh, Deirdre's with us too. Deirdre, um, nine years of age, too young or about right? way too young yeah I mean you know my personal feeling should be you know kind of at least 12 um, in an ideal world you've been placed on hold please wait can you hear us okay Deirdre no, we'll reconnect with Deirdre maybe then in a moment. 1800 453 106 if you want to join us here on the line. Um, our own reporter, Josh Crosby, was out and about today. He, he's asked transition year students, when did they think that they should get their first phone? My name is Dominic. I got my first phone around six years old, but it did not have access to the internet. So it was just so I could call my parents if I was home alone or if I was going outside. And I think that's pretty important for young children to be able to, you know, contact their parents in case something goes wrong, you know. Maybe not have access to the internet yet at that age. My name's Ellie and I'm 15. And what age were you when you got your first phone? I was 13. 13. And would you like to get it when you were younger than that or do you think was that the right age? I think that was the right age, so do. Because um, never younger, I feel like it costs more of a... We're not really getting the proper, like childhood that you should be getting without technology you know what I mean so I feel like 13 was a good age. I'm Annie and I got my phone when I was in first year. I mean at the time I wanted a phone younger but looking back it was the right time. I'd say 12 as well I got it from a confirmation and I thought that was the perfect time as well. And was it a smartphone now did you have access to all the apps yeah, and internet? I had, a, I had the same card and mobile data and all as well. Is there some like precautions that should be taken up to a certain age maybe like up to 16 should there be some apps that you're locked out of? Or? Yeah, I'm on most of the social media platforms. My name's Julie and I got my first phone at 10. Um, I personally don't think that it was necessary to have a phone at that age, but I don't think it had any negative impact on me personally. Yeah, interesting mixed views there from what are now 14 and 15-year-olds talking about when they got their uh, phone and the age they got it at. Deirdre, you think nine is too young though? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you know, as I said, children aren't um, ready for it. They don't know. They don't have the skills to protect themselves. Um, and you know, the the difficulty is, you know, seeing uh, I, te- I teach in, in uh, young adults, so eighteen plus, and we are really seeing the difference now of the impact of phones. You know, there, there are. And there's an exponential growth in the amount of uh, young adults with ler- with uh, um, anxiety issues, with depression, with mental health issues. Um, and, you know, we've been seeing that creeping up in recent years, you know, but this generation, you know, the, the, the next coming years are ge- generations of children, young children that will have been growing up with th- access to phones all the time. Um, and, you know, it's really the elephant in the room, you know, I mean, you know, yes, phones are great, you know, uh, you know, the, for, they help with uh, busy lives, they help with, you know, kind of socialise, things like that. Um, but, you know, in, in terms of at what price, you know, it, it's, it's, we are going to see increasing problems with mental health and we can either keep complaining about the mental health services or address the problems that are are that are creating you know a disaster um okay. you know do we okay. want to allow our children you know i mean handing a phone to a 9 year old 
is, you know, I mean, not all not all nine year olds are going to develop mental health problems, but we are seeing an increase in it. And, you know, there is there are increases in self harm, okay. you just, know, and so just, on. Just just out of curiosity, David, when you talked about your daughter being nine and 24 in the class and she's the only one that doesn't have a phone. Are they all smartphones that the other kids have? Yeah, they would be. I mean, they would be. Um, I don't think I've, uh, they, they would even know what a non-smartphone is, to be honest, because it's all it, it's accessing the apps, which appears to be the most um, the most use they get from the phone. And then there's three or four kind of common apps, I believe, that is um, that, that they use most of the time, because that's what my my own daughter has has kind of brought back to me. And um, like we did go and meet the, the principal of the school and the teacher and stuff like that, because um, it was just it was so concerning that I, I just wasn't happy at all that my, my, my daughter would be kind of alienated mm-hmm. but um, ultimately the, the, the kind of school kind of said to me they were very helpful but ultimately that I was going to swim against the tide unfortunately and um, yeah. I would I would eventually have to give her access to it under supervision in fairness is what they said but I still I don't know I don't in my gut I don't think that's right either. Okay Gillian is with us as well Gillian half of over half of nine-year-olds have a mobile are you surprised? I'm not surprised, to be honest. Um, I have a 10-year-old and, and, and he has a mobile phone, but I think it's, it's not for really going around making calls to his friends or anything. It's, it's, in the, it's an old phone left over for myself, for my husband, and uh, used a bit like a tablet, really. Um, but it's, just listening to Deirdre there, it's terrifying to hear the, the impact later on in life. And I absolutely agree with the points that she's made. Um, but again, you know, as your other caller said there, we are probably swimming against the tide in terms of children being younger. And it's funny, I was actually with somebody on Saturday who has a one-year-old and was telling me how she had made the decision not to give her one-year-old a tablet or a phone. And I thought, oh my God, that is so frightening. Why would you even consider that? But whatever about children at nine and ten, maybe parents feeling under pressure if everyone else in the class, you know, has access to a smartphone or a tablet. But you're, you're, surely you're not. You won't have that pressure from a one-year-old. Absolutely not. So that's why I couldn't understand why she would even be considering it. Um, but I think the most important thing that, you know, if children are using phones or have access to phones, that, you know, we as parents need to monitor and limit the time uh, that they're on them and certainly monitor the content that they're exposed to. Um, that, that's what we try to do in our house, you know, that the phone or the tablet is absolutely the last option that they go to okay. and that we're discussing with them. You know, my other child's 14, so he's a bit older, um, but we're discussing with them, you know, what they're looking at, you know, what they're listening to, what content they are viewing and so there is some and, monitoring and to, of what's well, been oh absolutely yeah. my 14 okay. year old knows every night that I go through his phone and you know check everything in mm. the phone so I know exactly what he's viewing okay um, is it yeah. is it so is it is it actually just that difficult Valerie then for parents to just say no like if if you know if everyone else in the class has, has it I don't care you're not getting it well, I guess it's up to the individual parents, but from mine and my husband's perspective, we do what we feel is right for our kids. We really couldn't care what any other parents, you know, if, if 90% of our children's class have mobile phones, it doesn't affect our decision. We don't believe in giving our kids under 12 a mobile device. We just think it's ridiculous. So what age did your children get access to them? When they went to first year in secondary. First we have year. a 12-year-old at home that doesn't have one. 
So about 13 then, really? Yeah, exactly. And I think the biggest thing for parents is they do not put parental settings on the devices. It's literally like going to a magazine shop and buying a top shelf magazine for their young kid because they just don't put settings on. So they're allowing them free access to absolutely everything. And did you feel under pressure, Valerie, from your children? They weren't looking for them or? No, they asked us. 10 or 11 when are we getting one and they were told when they go to secondary and that's just it and that's just it and that's just yeah. accepted and that's yeah and then when they get it they get the settings put on it I think children are exposed to a huge amount of violence and sexual content and it's it's frightening and I think it's a huge contributor to mental health issues in young kids you mentioned, Gillian, the, the, the parental controls as well. Like, I mean, I, I would have thought that most parents would have parental controls across the phones. Again, you'd be very surprised, you know. Um, I, I think if you're handing your child, you know, like that, you wouldn't go into Eaton's and buy or a top shelf, you know, magazine and hand it to your child. So, again, you're handing them this device and you've got to make sure that they have very limited access where possible to what they're viewing, you know. As it turns out, my 10-year-old is into cooking and baking, and so that's the majority of what he's looking at. But that doesn't mean that if you don't have controls on it, content's not popping up or ads aren't popping up. And that's where you have to be careful. It's not that your child, the child is out seeking, you know, sexual content or violence, but they, they can't help being exposed to it if there's pop-ups. So you've got to be very, very careful. Okay. Uh, with the controls and and, and, and and just going through the phone all the time. My children know that at any time I can take their phone off them and go through it and, and make sure that there's nothing concerning on it. I see a text in from Daniel as well who says you actually need to be 13 years of age to even use TikTok in the first instance. I assume that, uh, that, that parents know that. Look, there's more people getting in touch with us about this. Um, it's the fact that more than half of nine-year-olds now own a phone and they're, as a result of that, playing and reading a lot less. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We were talking about this uh, ESRI research that's out a little earlier in the programme that shows more than half of nine-year-olds in Ireland now have a mobile phone and it's the Growing Up in Ireland uh, survey. Um, They also found, though, there's been a 10% drop in the number of children taking part in sports. This is between 2008 and 2018. And we've been asking you to get in touch today. I mean, what do you think is the appropriate age for children to have 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 a mobile phone? Is it nine or is there an age at all? Totally parental choice. Um, our reporter Josh Crosby has been asking tr- now transition year students about when they think you should get your first phone. My name is Dominic. I got my first phone around six years old, but it did not have access to the internet. So it was just so I could call my parents if I was home alone or if I was going outside. And I think that's pretty important for young children to be able to, you know, contact their parents in case something goes wrong, you know, maybe not to have access to the internet yet at that age. My name's Ellie and I'm 15. And what age were you when you got your first phone? I was 13. 13. And would you like to get it when you were younger than that? Or do you think was that the right age? I think that was the right age, so do. Because um, whenever you're younger, I feel like it costs more of a... We're not really getting the proper like childhood that you should be getting without technology, you know what I mean? So I feel like 13 was a good age. I'm Annie, and I got my phone when I was in first year. 
I mean, at the time I wanted a phone younger, but looking back, it was the right time. I'd say 12 as well. I got it from a confirmation, and I thought that was the perfect time as well. And was it a smartphone now? Did you have access to all the apps yeah. and internet? I had, a, I had the SIM card and mobile data and all as well. Is there some like precautions that should be taken up to a certain age? Maybe like up to 16? Should there be some apps that you're locked out of? Or? Yeah, I'm on most of the social media platforms. My name's Julie, and I got my first phone at 10. Um, I personally don't think that it was necessary to have a phone at that age but I don't think it had any negative impact on me personally. I think it's interesting to now hear the now 14 and 15 year olds looking back uh, talking about 12 and 13, uh, the vast majority there of which think 12 and 13 is probably in and around the right age and not nine as we're hearing more than half of nine year olds across the country now have a mobile. Uh, Jennifer got in touch with us about this today. Jennifer, well, is there an appropriate age in your in your view? Hi, Andrea. Um, I, I, I now I should say from the offset, I'm I'm not a parent, but I am a very devoted auntie. Yeah, <laughs> I have a niece. I have a niece, age nine, um, and um, she was uh, she made her holy communion, and she was allowed to get you know get a tablet with her holy communion money during the summer, and um, I know that was a huge exciting thing for her, and um, I suppose like with like with kids and the and. Uh, you know, technology. I feel like I feel like it's important to move with the times. Like I, like uh, I, I would sort of happily live in the 18th century <laughs> in some ways. Yeah. But like I, but like I, you know, being realistic, kids are you know so tech savvy and they're moving ahead. So I think it is important to to trust them a little bit as well. And okay. If, if, if all their friends have something, I just think I felt sorry. I felt bad for that little nine-year-old. I said, like, you know, if she's the only kid in the class without a device, she's the know, only. I felt, I she's felt the only sad, child, you know? Jen, in the class of twenty-four. Her dad, David, told us a little earlier in the show today. The yeah. only one of twenty-four who doesn't have access to a mobile, uh, a mobile phone or a tablet. Damien is with us as well. Um, Damien, like, is it just that? Like, is it just the pressure? There's so much pressure on parents, and and I can understand even listening to, to David in the show there earlier. It's very difficult for parents to say no. Hi, yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't know if it's yeah. There, I think there's there's kind of a culture in this country of not saying no to children anyway. Um, but I do believe that perhaps people are just a little bit willfully ignorant about the dangers that. Like it's effectively an internet PC that you can make phone calls on, mm. but there's no point in uh, lying to ourselves to say, "Oh, I need a phone to contact them." Because if you needed a phone to contact them, there's any god's amount of old Nokia's lying around homes all throughout Ireland that you could say, "Well, here you go. If I need to reach you, I can get you on this number." But kids, they know rightly, like they'll say, "No, that's not good enough. Sure, I can't do WhatsApp with my friends or whatever." Um, there was a book. Cyber effect, but ten years ago, I think it was Mary Aiken, and she she made the point in it about giving your kids access to the internet is like letting them walk down the middle of Manhattan at one a.m. on their own. I suppose in an Irish context, you could say it would let a six-year-old loose in Temple Bar at one o'clock in the morning in the weekend. So it's down to stricter regulations then. Well, I, yeah, that's the question. Like, who who would be responsible? You like for alcohol and cigarettes. You know, you you wouldn't let you wouldn't let a twelve year old walk into the shop and buy a pack of bags or a can of beer. And you know, I, I guess it's because it's a more visible danger. It's it's more tightly regulated. But certainly, like you know, be it gambling regulation or child protection or access to dangerous substances, it's all like I think 
internet access or mobile phone access for kids should be more tightly mm. controlled. Like you, you just can't. Like it's something that requires money on an ongoing basis as well. It's not. Oh, I need credit because this and that and the other to to get data when I'm out and about. Yeah, it's it's interesting, Jennifer, when you hear Damien described there. Like when you put it in that context of whether or not you'd you know allow your nine year old niece down to 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 wander around Temple Bar or O'Connell Street at one o'clock in the morning. Like, are are we somewhat oblivious then to the to the um, the complications or the obstacles that you know the access to the phones can can present? Yeah, like, uh, oh yeah, no, I completely wouldn't let her walk down Manhattan at one o'clock in the morning. No, that's, no, I, I don't see that as a good parallel, really. Do you um, not? I, no, no, because like w- with um, with the, um, the the programs that they're using, there's um, there's parental locks on them and stuff like that, you know what I mean? So they can be, you know, they can be, they, they, she can go onto these little games where she's able to, um, she's able to chat to her friends and stuff like that, but it's, um, uh, you know, it's 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 you know it's controlled. Like you know, um, I suppose I, I suppose the point that that I what I felt was that that man is obviously a very good parent and he's wanting to be a good parent. But I suppose like if if like when you're to think back like to when you were that age, like the, your school and your classmates is kind of your your world, and if you're the only one without something and you're left out like it can be it can, you know it can be very lonely yeah. you know if you're the only one not involved well, that's, in, the, that, in the game or yeah, whatever that, that, that yeah. is an interesting point though too Damien isn't it like around maybe the, the isolation then for the children that don't have the phones the isolation effect but can I just make the point just about the parental controls um, I come from a tech background um, you know so enabling parental controls I find on any device is not a straightforward matter, but on that as well, um, if you look at something like, say, Snapchat, which most of them are on, there, is, there are no parental controls on Snapchat because Snapchat doesn't allow a child account. They have to put in a false date of birth to register for a Snapchat account. And that's probably, so that's, the likely, that's, that's the likelihood then of what's happening. They're yeah, all pretending that's to be. absolutely what's happening. And yeah. parental controls, yeah, like most parents, are not tech savvy. And to talk about tech savvy, you know, I, I'm a child of the 80s. We were supposedly tech savvy when it came to operating uh, video recorders and VCRs, but it didn't necessarily mean, you know, alcohol was once, I suppose, the tech of its time, and then they realised, oh, we need to get this under control. Um, so you think more could be done with regards to the, the mobiles? OK. Tony is with us as well. Tony, do you think there's an appropriate age for children to have a mobile? Well, I think there's a lot of, uh, you hear a lot of children now, I hear it all the time, obviously, if you listen to news talk all the time, about nine-year-olds and stuff like that. Like, I have an 11-year-old daughter, and uh, she doesn't have a mobile. And I'll be honest, I explored it a couple of years ago, the whole, you know, the idea of it. Because I'd be quite, I'd be like, uh, the other guy, I'd be quite tech-savvy. Um, but one thing she did get involved in was, like, it was a gaming thing on an iPad, but they're a way of communicating between her friends and chatting as well. And uh, the one thing we made sure is we kept an eye on us and who the friends were. Because like, a couple of names came up and we'd ask her who are these people and she wouldn't know. But they were kind of added very easily to the group chat. So we made sure then they were, they were deleted. But I did notice, though, that it became kind of toxic enough really quickly okay. in the group. And uh, so my daughter kind of uh, shied away from it then. She didn't really, she wasn't phased by it. But I have actually asked her recently, I said, you know, about the whole mobile again. She's 11 now, heading on 12. I said, 
like as many of your friends got in our class, because she comes from a big enough class, 30 plus for a country school. And uh, she said, no, she said, there's a couple of people. And she said, I don't really want a mobile. And I said, oh, that's great. But she kind of runs around the estate with her friends. And then, like, and like most parents, well, the reason they do it is because they want to be able to communicate with the you know, phone calls and stuff mm. like that, see where they are at. So what we did is we got her a smartwatch. So obviously it's got no access to the internet. It's one of the more child-friendly smartwatches. And it's brilliant. And uh, if we can ring her, she can ring us. And, you know, at the, for the fact, and even if we need to be, we can op- open up the app. We don't even have to ring her to see where she is. Yeah. In the so she, she, she's so she's included, I suppose, in the sense that she still has access to some of the some of the apps yep. um, and, and is contactable as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but the actual, the whole thing about social media and all that sort of stuff, she just doesn't want to do it. She's she massive into sports, so I don't know if that got big influence as well. And she's always out and about. She's not that interested in that sort of stuff. She's quite a mature girl for her age, so I would have I would have thought she would have looked for it. Yeah. But she hears what's going on with her friends and some of the stuff that would be said online. And, and She just wants she to steer in. away. Well, yeah. She just Tony, listen, thanks a million for getting in touch with us here uh, on the programme today. I see a text in from somebody actually already wondering about the, the smartwatch that Tony's daughter has and uh, which particular one. Um, I'm a mum to an 11 and a 14-year-old, says this texter. The 14-year-old pestered us for years but got her first phone when she started first year. No social media apps allowed. The 11-year-old will get one when he starts first year also. Nine is far too young. I think the parents need to work together though and not allow um, so many of the children in the class to get the phone at a young age. That's what causes the peer pressure. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.